What is up, everybody? Welcome to another week of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, and RK Motorsports Consulting. What is up, guys? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? What it is, what it is. It's a, um, I know we, we always talk about weather on here. You ever notice that? We do. Quite a good bit. We do, yeah. And it's awesome this week because weather's been great. It has been. Since I think Thursday, it's been really nice. It's, it's a miracle. It we rained, ne- we it, never have like yeah. consecutive days of awesome weather. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been very nice. So uh, I heard it's going to be a little warm this week still. But after yeah, that, it's going down. to fade back off again. So yeah, it was it was false fall. We got to enjoy it while we can because our fall lasts a couple weeks. Maybe. Maybe. If we're lucky. Normally it gets cool for a week. Well, kind of fall-ish weather around here. And all of a sudden it gets back summertime again, like, you know, 90s. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and there's frost on the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't ready. No, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So anyway, other than the weather, what you been up to? Man, it's been a crazy work week for us again. Um, it's getting worse and worse, which is not a bad thing. Like good we problem. About good that. problem. Yeah, it's a good problem, but it's just a lot. It's just just a lot to do, man. Everybody wants everything right now, right now, right now. Right now. Yesterday, normally. Yeah, and that's, uh, so that's been kind of tough. But, um, yeah, so that was good. This past week was good as far as that goes. Work was good, and we Lord bless us with a lot of it. So we got to be thankful and oh, yeah. get it while we can. Um uh yeah, weekend was great. Um, went and played. We ended up at MacArthur Farms. Took the kids over to MacArthur Farms in Bennettsville. I don't know if anybody have ever been around Bennettsville area, but you, when you can, you need to go check that place out, Bo. No, oh, MacArthur Farm. Lane has been there a few times. Yes, with school and stuff. I've never been over there. It's pretty cool, man. They got big old slides and stuff. Yeah. And it was really neat. Really neat place. Cool. I I kind of hurt myself a couple times on the that does big surprise slide. me. <laughs> 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 You got to go all in, man. You know, no, you gotta, no, you don't. No, you don't. You gotta, you <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, no. I'm 35 years old. I do not have to go all in on a slide. No, <laughs> <laughs> man, I had to do it, boo. So uh, I did, and I'm I'm feeling it today. But that's all right. It's okay. It was good stuff. That was fun. Uh, but I got all kind of stuff there to do, man. It's pretty cool. So had a big band setting up to play. We didn't stay for that. Oh, Danny Lockin' me was uh was the uh, Danny. Yeah, he was the uh, the MC. The MC in the back back there. So yeah. Anyway, he's good at. Yep, so we did that and uh, went to church early yesterday morning for the kiddos were all singing, along with David up there playing their guitar. So that was cool. Um, so we went to both services for that. If you remember, check that out, and they did really, they, they did pretty good. Yeah. Blakely did really good. Cole, not so much. He we, wanted to stand there like a bump on a log. We, we gotta get him moving his mouth, though. I don't understand. Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he may get it from me. I don't know. He may. Cool, cool, cool. Saturday, we, uh, it was supposed to be a productive day. And it, it turned out all right. It, um, we got up and Kayla had forgot her nephew, Bryce, had a football game. So we got up and she was reminded of that. We jumped up and took off to the football game. <laughs> And uh, Did y'all make it? Yeah, we made it. Yeah, right time we were starting. We were there. Sweet. So <laughs> we didn't have no time, extra time, but we got there right time we started. <laughs> so, uh, so we hung out that for a while, and then um, uh, my mother in law took Jax with her, 
and we went home. We were going to do some stuff. Me and Landon was going to cut grass, and then I ordered my parents a uh, thermostat like I have. I have one of them Ecobee 3 thermostats. They wanted to, they, they bought a, bought a house here back in Florence, moving back from the lake, retiring, I guess, finally. And uh, he wanted to move the thermostat in the house. And I was like, no, you don't need to do that. You ain't got to do that. Because like where it's at, there's a window there right close to it. Right. And the sun kind of comes in on the thermostat, and he just didn't light away it. It's been like that forever, and he didn't like it all of a sudden, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I understand. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, no, you ain't got to do that. So I ordered him a uh, thermostat like I got, which is an Ecobee 3. Um, They got like all the way up to a 5, I think, now, which is new improved. It's got Lexus on it and stuff. Mine don't, but that new one does. But anyway, um, so I went over there and hooked it up for him. Difference is, you ain't got to move the thermostat. It's just got sensors in the rooms. Different rooms. Yeah. So cool. It picks up from there and don't pick up. You can turn on whichever's just. Sensor you want or turn off. So each room can be a different temperature. Um, not really. I mean, it's not going to uh, change that okay. far. It goes. It's just going like it's got these motion sensors. Um, it can. I turn it off typically. I just want it to read. Say, say I want the house to set its temperature off my bedroom and the living room, and it basically get an average between those. But I don't want it reading off of the wall thermostat itself. Right. So that's basically what it did. Okay, cool. So it just, the parts you're in the house more, it kind of regulates to that area. Sweet. So went over there, hooked it all up for him, took a little while, and went back home and cut some grass. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Might be about one of the last times you got to cut it. I doubt. <laughs> it <laughs> might be, but I doubt. Yeah, no. it, it, it tends to be always around here. It's like first of November, about the last time mm-hmm. we got cut grass. But, uh, but then, like you said, we got up. I was up at church at seven thirty something Sunday morning, practicing, getting ready for the what's getting ready for the uh, services. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw it up there. You might have. Yeah, you probably did. We were up there practicing. Jackson come up there. <laughs> they had him on stage, <laughs> he and he right. could not. He was not getting out the car without his gummy bears, which is not candy. These stuffed animals. It's a weird yep. TV show called Gummy Bear. And um, <laughs> he wasn't going to do that. Well, the drummer over there told me, Jackson kept turning around. He's holding up the gummy bears to him and, like, dancing up <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So Derek told me, he's like, I got a puppet show over there while they were doing that. <laughs> Jackson was showing me all this stuff, so it was funny. And then it was uh, it was Kayla's first Sunday. She started helping out with the kids at right. church. So it was her first Sunday doing that, so which worked out really good because the first one Jackson was kind of up there, but he was like, eh, whatever. And then the second one, uh, uh-uh, she had to hold it. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't having it second time. Second nah, right? He's like, I done done this once. Yeah, twice like if you count rehearsal. Yeah, yes, all you getting. I'm done. So hold me. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool though. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, we had fun doing it, and um, hung around for the second service. And, then went to the house and well, no, we didn't go to the house. We went to Sakura, got us some Japanese. I'm still waiting on my carrots, man. Uh, I brought some, but they kind of all got to eat. Well, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Sakura's got the best carrots around, dude. I'm telling you, the blades are good, very good. I changed it up a little bit yesterday. Normally, I get the steak and shrimp teriyaki. 
I got lobster and steak yesterday. Hey, boy, you, uh, man, you splurging a little bit. Well, you know, you've been there a little while. Hey, go for it. It still wasn't like a steamed lobster or nothing. No, it was good. Don't get me wrong. But I still need me a good lobster tail. Yeah, things is good, man. Hard to beat. So anyway, went home after that and uh, hung out around the house and didn't do much of anything and didn't watch the race last night. Well, took Landon actually to my parents because my mom this morning took uh, Landon to have his braces put on. Mm. So How did that go? It went fine. That went fine. Um, he's a. Uh, I talked to him before I came over here. He's, he says mouth was just it's weird feeling. He says, "Oh no doubt, it's got to be." <laughs> Dude, if I get like a little piece of corn stuck in between my teeth, it drives oh, yeah. me insane. So I couldn't imagine something pulling on you constantly. Yeah. And just rolling up against the back of your lip. Oh, stuff. dude, that would drive me insane. Yeah. They ain't going to take him a few days to get used to it, probably. Hopefully so. But he went on to school after he got him on. So. Okay, good. He was all right. Now, tomorrow he'd probably be, eh. Yeah, probably. But anyway. Anyway, anyway. So, all good in the hood. But, uh, well, guys, the, uh, what we are, uh, gonna do tonight is, uh, basically the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout Awards Night. Um, we're gonna have on the top finishers from the series and, uh, kind of set aside the whole episode, basically, for we'll talk about a little bit of racing, too, I won't be on this episode because I was not one of the top finishers. I wasn't top finisher either. So, <laughs> but uh, announce their uh, prizes and um, go from there. Sweet. So, uh, so anyway, um, but before we get started with that, I want to go ahead and thank our uh, our presenting sponsors for. The Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout Series. First of all, first and foremost, EMFR Performance and Grease Monkey Mooresville. They are our presenting sponsors for this series. We definitely could not do it without them. They put up some uh, real good money for these guys. We'll be announcing the prizes here on the show uh, when we uh, get these drivers on the phone. Um, so awesome to have those guys on first time. Um, well, Earl's been with us for a little while now. And uh, so hopefully we'll be able to do some more with them guys in the future because I think it's a uh, pretty cool, great partnership with them. Um, also, I want to thank all of our associate sponsors for this series. Palmetto Machine and Fabrication. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, yes, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, Northeast Auto Imports. Buddy Derek Griffith up there. Uh, we appreciate him. Appreciate Northeast Auto Imports. If y'all are looking for a uh, some awesome imported cars, trucks, campers, even. <laughs> Did you see that he put up the other day? Dude, the camper he got on there. Awesome stuff up there, man. Dude, there was like this. I don't know how long it was. I would say probably twenty foot, twenty four foot ish camper motorhome deal he had on there. It's a right hand drive. I can't remember if Toyota or what, but anyway, it was really cool looking. Had been. Redone on the outside was they were redo it going redo it on the inside before they sold it. So that was really cool. So if y'all are looking for some cool imported cars. Yeah, they are some sweet. <laughs> they got some nice stuff. Go check out uh 
Northeast Auto Imports up there. Also, want to thank uh, Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. If y'all like our show, or if y'all, you know, at least listen to the show, you ain't got to like it necessarily, but just, if you listen to the show, uh, go check out Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. You, you'll like you'll like theirs also. Um, so, uh, appreciate them guys coming on board. KO and Tyler over there get their, uh, their rundown from their week of racing and everything going on around them. Um, also, uh, BS Racing, buddies, uh, Matt and William up in Ohio there going for the, uh, going for GNCC quad titles and stuff and running around the country doing all that and appreciate them coming on. And let's see, I'm ruining on the list. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel. Thank those guys a lot. Uh, a lot of these guys that were racing with us are actually employed there. Um, so had a lot of fun with those guys, and we thank them every week for coming on here and helping us out. So uh, we really appreciate them. But without further ado, I guess, let's uh, get into some points talk. All right, on the line first, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming in fifth in the points series here for uh, the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout. Mr. Zach Stroop. Zach, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not too much. How are you guys doing today? I ain't going to complain too much, man. It's a uh, good, nice fall weather we was talking about here a second ago, and uh, it's nice, finally, in the Carolinas. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, our two weeks of uh, two weeks of fall coming up. Right, right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll get to it here. You are our fifth place finisher in the uh, in the in the summer shootout here. Um, coming off uh, last season, the winter series there. Uh, coming off a championship there. Um, man, you had some good runs, but you had some you had some tough luck at times this year, man. Tell us a little summary of your season. Yeah, uh, I guess in a nutshell, if it could have went wrong, it did go wrong for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it was a rough one for sure. Uh, the very first race uh, was my first race back since the winter series. Um, I'd taken some time off. My, I had to go get a new computer. Actually, I had to borrow a computer from a buddy of mine, Corey Gordon, uh, to get me through the first couple weeks while I was still building one. So uh, I was rusty to say the least, the first uh, two races. And then, like I said, about every everything I, everything that could have went wrong did go wrong, but 95% of them were uh, driver error on my part. <laughs> well, sometimes it, it bees that way, I guess. And I, yeah, that's right. I, 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 it, it's always funny to me in racing because it, it seems like every series you look at, it's like somebody could win a championship in one season, all of a sudden come back to the next and just have a – have a tough time at it, and it, it seemed like it come come you true for you to some extent. But I mean, with all that said, man, you still turned around and uh was able to pull it back up to fifth in points there. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I mean, we, like we we had a few good runs there. Um, I think it was yeah, it was two weeks in a row we were in second. Uh, and I mean, we're all over the leader, and uh, just couldn't get it done. Man, and, you know, two two wins probably would have helped a lot, but. Yeah, oh, well, you know, like I said, we, we we got what we got and we just had to move on to the next one. Well, there you go, man. Well, uh, fortunately, um, 
like I said, coming back up to fifth gives you a little bit of prize here. So uh, fifty bucks is coming your way off of off of the series here. And um, man, we appreciate you uh, appreciate you spending your time on Tuesday evenings coming on and racing with making it exciting out there because uh there, there was a lot of nights and uh tell me if i'm wrong uh, so, some of those nights you didn't seem to or just had some tough luck in the heat races and there was a lot of races you had to come through the field and uh oh, yeah. and like you said you was up in second place a good bit so uh made it exciting to watch at least yeah oh yeah for sure like i said i mean like i know one of them missed the start and I think one of them will come and plug. I mean, like, I'm telling you, man, whatever could went wrong did go wrong. But try to make the best of it. <laughs> oh yeah, man. We'll, uh, we'll try again next time. Yep, we are. Uh, me and Sterling's been talking about it, trying to uh, figure out our winter series, trying to see if we can get something up for it. So uh, you are gladly welcome back as as you'll still be the defending champion of the winter, winter series. There you man. go. <laughs> so that's one way to look at it. There you go. There you go, man. Well cool deal well we appreciate you hanging out with us and uh congratulations on the fifth and uh best of luck next go around at it man i appreciate it and appreciate everything y'all did for us this year cool man we appreciate you too yeah no problem man ladies and gentlemen that was your fifth place finisher mr zach stroop zach uh for the problems he had did pretty good coming back to uh back to fifth place there yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, like I said, a little different than the than the winter series there, but um, competition was tougher this year too, though. Competition was tougher. And speaking of competition, uh, going to fourth place now, um, man that stepped up his game. Well, well, Cole, Mister Cole Demint, uh, Cole, you uh, you did pretty good as far as uh, you know, beating who you need to beat from the winter series. It's just the problem was there was a couple more people who. Decide to finish up front this series. Anyway, your fourth place finisher, Mr. Cole DeMint. What's going on, man? Hey, what's happening, fellas? <laughs> Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing. Well, like we were just saying, man, you were able to uh, bring home fourth in the series here in the summer shootout. And uh, you were able to beat Zach this go-round. Yeah, where was that uh, six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know yeah. it happens. Yeah. No, it's... Uh... Like I heard you guys just saying earlier, the uh, competition stepped up big time. And uh, I think overall, like as far as my season went, it felt more consistent. I didn't just, I didn't really have the, the finishes or the wins to to have what it takes to, you know, to win the whole thing or, or be up front uh, when it mattered. But I mean, it was all in all, things considered, like I said, with the competition, man, it was, it was stout pretty much every week. So, uh, finishing where I, where I did and I'm, uh, I'll take her. You know, it's, it's hard to complain. For sure, man. Well, let's go back over the season just a little bit. Um, I will say, and this is just from an outsider view, looking, looking in, coming from the winter series, um, you were fast on all tracks. Do not get me wrong, but it seemed like your forte was a little more of dirt. Um, you were kind of a little faster on dirt than you were, Asphalt, in most cases, even though you had some great finishes on dirt, also coming in out of the winter series, this season looked like you really stepped up on both. I mean, you were running great in dirt, great on asphalt, um, but you had some tough luck in them. Yeah, yeah, no, I would, uh, I'd agree completely. Dirt just it suits how I 
drive on the on the sim a little bit better. Um, but definitely after the way last season was where it was, you know, win the dirt races and then just survive the asphalt. Um, I definitely put in more, more time into the, uh, the asphalt side of things. Just, I mean, that's really what the, uh, what the sim and program was built around. That's a lot more content too. So you can kind of get your money's worth. Um, and then going into this year, it was sort of the same mentality. Um, just wanted to, you know, try and win the dirt races and then, um, survive, but run more competitive in the asphalt stuff. And I mean, I didn't have the wins to show, but I felt like I was a little bit more competitive on it. It was, uh, I just didn't, didn't have the, uh, the results to show. I mean, I think we had two or three green, white checkers at one point and I either got caught up in stuff or stepped on it myself. Um, so I just didn't, uh, didn't have that closer aspect. I guess I really needed, but, um, you know, as far as any seasons going forward, um, it's just going to be continuing to to try and get better at it. Um, cause you know, that's why we all do it. We have all got that, that competitive itch that we're trying to scratch. And, uh, you know, these guys ain't gonna, ain't gonna give up or, or, you know, pull over or, or whatever for you. So you gotta, gotta work on it and put the time in for it. You are definitely right there, my friend. It, uh, they, uh, really stepped up and but but seeing you uh keep it home on a on coming home on a uh in fourth place overall in the series uh compared to the competition that was out there man that that was pretty stout still being it that you have some of the tough results that you had that was still a pretty stout finish there yeah yeah like i said before i mean i can't complain with it and uh you know looking back maybe could have um you know got third out of the whole deal but um, with guys like, like John and Aaron that were just, you know, a, a step ahead of everyone. It seemed to be, it's just, um, you know, you're, you're not going to win the whole thing when, when you got guys like that, that are that good. Um, and that consistently good, you know, when like they were just popping in and winning a race here or there, you know, it was asphalt or the dirt. They were, they were the class of the field and they were the ones to beat when it was, you know, winter season, it seemed like it was me and Zach were were in those roles so um yeah it's fourth place overall granted i probably could have done a little bit better my finishes weren't the best but i can't you know like i like i said i don't maybe i could have got third but it i'm it's fantasy fairy world to think i could have you know won the whole thing with with how stout some of them guys were so it's just about uh getting better um probably probably this winter uh invest in a little bit better equipment that might be the the next step to help help uh, being able to compete with those guys. I know, uh, especially that last race, you know, it was hundred laps old door in the slick. You know, I'm, you know, fighting like you know what, just running six or so, and I couldn't even see the leaders. And it was uh, it's like I, I'm not that bad. So it's just <laughs> they were that good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't complain with Forrest, man. It's yeah, everyone wants to win, but. Yeah, realistically, that's probably where I should have finished. I got you, man. Well, I would say I, I thought you would have probably had third wrapped up. I think the the incident there at Daytona, I think, kind of pushed you back a little bit, put you in a little bit of a hole there because you were running up front until that pit stop. Um, tell us, tell us kind of what happened there, if you can go back that far, and tell us what happened there. Because, uh, like I said, I think that's what kind of knocked you out of third spot there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, really, the what knocked me out was just a beef win in that race, and you know that he got those five bonus points. Um, but as far as that Daytona incident, we uh, we're all in the Discord, you know, and we're all in the pack, and it's the first time most of us had ran together, you know, that close that that amount of time, and we had all agreed to pit on a certain lap, and that lap came up, and you had some people saying they wanted to stretch it another lap, and and uh, all it took was just one or two people. Um, they uh, they stuck with the original plan, and you had some that were going the extra lap and I was just sort of caught in between and I think it was Zach I was behind I just plowed into the back of him and that's what you know just miscommunication by everyone on that that point but it's still the the quick repair I believe like I think I got back out there and like I said I ran second it was just you know beef one yeah beef one that one and you know then, then bonus points just propelled him to you know, that third place finish ahead of me and fourth. So, I mean, looking back at it, like, okay, maybe it came down to, you know, a wheel or, you know, I mean, we were half a truck length or so in that finish. But like I said before, too, you know, I, I was running third, third or fourth at the New Hampshire and green, white checkered and, you know, got wrecked or I can't remember how that one went down. It's running like fourth at uh, Watkins Glen, green, white checkered, and I spin myself. So, I mean, yeah, looking back at maybe beef winning that would have been the the difference between, you know, third or fourth, but I made a lot of mistakes on my end too. So I uh that's how I looked at it, you know, when I was racing the real thing too, is it's it's a lot easier to point the finger at someone else, but you know, maybe I need to look in the mirror and see, you know, well, yeah, maybe that guy get in, got into me, but you know, I messed up the three previous laps to give him a shot to get close. So it's, I kind of think of that in the same way I do with the the racing sim stuff, you know, it's in competition like it was, everyone's right there. You can't really make a mistake and then get mad at someone for, you know, getting on top of you or whatnot. It's, uh, but I mean, it's all good fun. It's like I said before, it scratches that competitive itch that we've all got. <laughs> there you go. Well, cool, man. Well, uh, all season has been a uh, pleasure. Uh, well, I'm going to say seeing you out on the track because I wasn't able to run with you because I was way back there in the back most of the time. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so that was, that was a lot of fun. So for your efforts, man, uh, points fund, you are getting a hundred bucks out of there. Also, also though, uh, y- you were, you were getting a $50 gift certificate presented by SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel for two things actually. One we're gonna kind of say it's the Hard Luck Award because, like I said, you were you were kind of there, bunch of races running second, third, and had some tough luck. But also, it's gonna be slash Save the Day Award because um, I don't know if anybody really knows it out here. I might have said it on there, but uh, I was setting up a race one night. Uh, I can't even remember where it was, but um, anyway. I was setting it up, and my internet completely went out at home. Um, Sterling was not, he was working, I think, and was not able to make it to his race. So <laughs> I got on the phone real quick, and I called you, and I was like, dude, I'll make you uh, admin of this real quick. Can you possibly set this race up for me? And he was like, sure, man. So uh, we greatly appreciate it. So uh, $100 out of points fund and a $50 SRI performance stock car steal gift certificate coming your way, man. So we greatly appreciate it. <laughs> 
Ah, that's awesome. I uh, appreciate you guys putting it on and SRI and all the, the sponsors for, uh, for hopping on board. It, um, it makes it, you know, I mean, we all didn't, I won't say the money is why we did it. Cause we're, we were going to do it regardless, but it's, it adds a little bit to it. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate, like I said, the, the sponsors hopping in and, and you guys for putting it on. I know it can be a, a pain to sort of chisel out the, the time and, and devote it, even though it was, you know, only eight weeks, it was, I know you guys had stuff going on and, and, uh, so I, uh, yeah, just, uh, really appreciate you guys, uh, what you do and, um, yeah, for the, for the invite and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll just, uh, we'll keep growing it. For sure. We'll, uh, man. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll make her, we'll make her a, a real thing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I want to give you a chance, uh, here real quick. Uh, also if anybody doesn't know, uh, Cole owns his own business that is closely, closely uh, interlocked, we'll say, with with the racing industry. So I want I want you to kind of go over go over your business there, buddy. No, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, the the elevator pitch basically. Um, it's called First Guardian. Um, it's a information provider service that uh, specializes, or I guess you say specializes in the uh, the racing world. Um, basically you would go on the website, um, submit your information, primarily, uh, emergency contact information is, is the key. Um, you can also submit other, uh, medical related information. Um, I then take that and turn it into a matrix barcode, which is the, the official word for the QR codes, the scannable, um, codes that we've all come accustomed to because of COVID. Um, I take that code, uh, turn it into a, a vinyl decal that can then be placed on the driver's helmet or in the cockpit or, you know, wherever they choose. So that way, while they're racing in the event, something does actually happen. Um, that code can be scanned by any smartphone. Um, you just point to the camera at the code at PDF will pop up and it'll show, you know, Hey, this is, you know, John Smith. Um, this is his emergency contacts, Mary Smith. Um, also John Smith is a known diabetic. So, you know, it's, it's, um, it's information that can be used. Um, Oh, where are the proper term? You know, quickly, uh, it's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, so that way, you know, cause you know, like I told you guys before and you guys understand it, you know, when you race, um, especially when you're, you're there by yourself or, or you don't really know a whole lot of people or, whatnot you kind of have that conversation with someone like hey you know can i give you so-and-so's you know phone number or hey my wallet's in the trailer just in case the event something you know bad does happen you get knocked out or you know a really bad wreck um this sort of can take place in that conversation to where you know if something happens um track workers or anyone can scan this code and see um you know who they need to get a hold of or um you know, if there was a medical history there that, you know, it's can allow the first responders to act a little bit more quickly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's basically the, uh, the whole concept behind it. It's, uh, I pulled, asked a lot of questions and did a lot of research and finally pulled the trigger on it earlier this year and, uh, learned a lot and, uh, we're slowly getting the ball rolling. Um, definitely gonna look into a few different uh, avenues this winter and, um, 
hopefully get it out there. You know, my, my goal when I started it was, um, you know, 5,000 of these were purchased and zero were used because if, if it's being used, then, then we've got, uh, we've got some problems, but you know, it's one of those, it's, it's just another safety aspect. Um, hopefully, uh, just add some peace of mind and especially for your loved ones. Um, that way they can, you know, go out there and, uh, live fast and live safe. For sure, man. And, uh, uh, like I have explained it to a, uh, to a handful of people here, it is probably one of the cheapest pieces of mind or cheapest piece of mind that you could ever, ever pay for. Um, let everybody know how, how to find first guardian. Yeah, so uh, we've got a Facebook page. It's First Guardian. That's one S T um, Guardian. Uh, we also have the the uh, website firstguardian.myshopify.com. Um, like you said, uh, the price wise, it's fifty dollars for a twelve month subscription. Uh, after the twelve months, uh, there'll be a renewal option, and these things are dyna- dynamic, so I can uh, make adjustments uh, on the fly. The example I always use is uh, John Smith put Mary Smith down as his emergency contact and six months go by and uh, Mary Smith's no longer in the picture. Um, I can go in and adjust that. So there's not have to be a a repurchase of any sort. And um, it's one of those things too, where, you know, it's uh, you pay the upfront and then just your annual renewal and um, you just, you don't have to worry about it. Um, It's the, the peace of mind and definitely for the loved ones. You know, I know, um, when I was a kid uh, racing, um, it was me and dad would go to the track and mom would be sort of worried to death. You know, she might not be working or have to do stuff at the house. And she always dreaded getting that phone call or, or not knowing if people knew how to get a hold of her. Um, so this can can be that example of, you know, it's you might know who you know, who to call and how to get a hold of them or um, any information. You know, I'm, I'm big. I'm a big uh, numbers guy myself. And uh, information is a. Uh, is king. So, um, like I said, hopefully it's something that, you know, everyone, I, I really believe everyone needs this. Um, but it's also something that I hope people don't need to use. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the best way to put it. There, there you go. I just want to yeah. know what happened to Mary. That's all I want to know. I, <laughs> I heard she was very popular. That's all I know. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. Good deal. Cool. That's, that's really cool, man. And I really think that's going to take off. I know it will. Um, everybody definitely go check a look at that and check it out. And, and, um, Hey, and I mean, you don't even have to be in racing world, honestly. I mean, no. it could be used, it could be used in a lot of different areas. I'll be honest. I've, I've thought about it and, I, and I need to talk to you about it. My, as everybody knows, my youngest son, Jackson, he, he has autism and, I know we could probably work something out that I could uh, put this inside his book bag or, you know, something like that. You give emergency contact information, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that route, you've got the, you know, the elderly route, um, instruction workers on hard hats. I mean, there, there's multiple applications. It's not just for racing. I've just tailored it that way because that's what my background is. But um, if you can think about it, it's probably can be used that way. Um and it, it's all it's all stuff that's user submitted. So it's not like, you know, I know in this day and age, a lot of people are, you know, concerned about their their information safety and whatnot. This is all, you know, I'm not asking for your social security number. You know, don't put something like that out there. Um, but if it's something that that is uh, important enough that 
someone else may need to know at a moment's notice. Um, that's where, uh, where I specialize in. There you go. Good deal, man. Cool. <clears throat> Again, congratulations, man. And, uh, fourth place finish in the, in the points this year. Or this summer league, and uh, hopefully we can make something happen again in the, in the, in the winter there, and uh, and and see uh, with your new equipment, maybe see where you can get to. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you guys, and uh, like I said, what you guys putting it on, what you do, and sponsors hopping on board, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to the next one, no doubt. Good deal, buddy. We'll, we'll be talking with you soon. Sounds great, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was your fourth place finisher. Cold Dement, bringing home, like I said, with a hundred bucks out of point fund, and then fifty dollar uh, SRI stock car steal gift certificate there for being for saving our day. <laughs> so speaking of SRI, uh, we're gonna move on to your uh, third place finisher here. Beef tips, Greg Bondu. Beef, what is up, man? Hey, how are y'all doing tonight? We're absolutely wonderful. How about you? I'm doing good. Just hanging out. Good deal. Just uh, relaxing for a Monday night, I guess. Good deal. Did you, did you, speak, speaking of the SRI, uh, did you work hard today, man? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, normally, Mondays are actually kind of stressful sometimes, but uh, yeah, one bad. It's uh, yeah, it's almost the end of the race season, at least for the NASCAR stuff, which mostly is what I mess with. Uh, so there's only a few more races for those guys. So it's kind of winding down, and then I'll get going here after christmas again pretty hard there you go well well for the guy, yeah. for the people that don't know uh you, you're one of the few guys from sorry we haven't had on here yet so glad you're finally able to come on here but uh yeah that's true <laughs> if if you can real quick uh let us all know what you what you do with sri so i do uh so i'm uh i do outside sales i do mostly to just uh nascar cup teams some xfinity couple trucks and then uh some odds and end places, but I just do sales, outside sales and vendor management for some of those. So it just depends what they have going on from fasteners to abrasives to cleaners, all that. Now we join with performance. Uh, yeah, it's almost about a year and a half or maybe two years. Um, so gotten the parts a little bit, but most of my guys, they make their own stuff. So it's mostly just consumables and faster stuff like that. And that's what I do daily. <laughs> there you go. And then hang out at racetracks. That's where I always see you at. So. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't really, yeah. I mean, I, I was all the time. And then I had a daughter. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, haven't as much. And, uh, yeah, but I, I will. Like, I got October. Charlotte's coming up. November and Charlotte as well. Both back-to-back weekends. So, those are my weekends. I normally hang out the dirt track for both of those weekends. And I think that's where I seen you last year. It is. It is. I met you all last year. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no, we'll probably see you there uh, at the finals there again this year probably <laughs> yeah i don't think last year i don't think we had uh we normally have like a tent and all that but i don't think last year i guess we didn't do the tent no because uh, they had all i think it was crazy COVID and all that yeah yeah well hopefully this year we'll have to worry about that mess but we'll see <laughs> good to go good to go we went to the sizzler up there and everything was uh rolling as normal up there <laughs> yeah yeah that's true i did yeah i was up there for that and uh yeah i think it would be fine i think uh, they're be good to go Sweet man. Well, we got you on here tonight. One because you uh you brought it home third place in the points in this summer series here in the summer shootout. Um, so congratulations on that. Two because we weren't able to get you on after uh, after your win at Daytona. Oh yeah, the uh, my Daytona win of I, I call it the Michael McDowell's 
of the series of my only win I'm I had there, but that's, I'll take what I can get. Hey, there you go, man. Well, well, this is my thing about it, and and obviously because you finished third in points, it, it might have been a you know you call it the Michael McDowell win of the of the series, but man, you were up there every week. Yeah, you were fighting for top threes every week. So I mean, it wasn't just a fluke. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't, and I uh, yeah, I had some good luck and. And also had a little bit of bad luck, but yeah, I, I feel like I was top. I'd say top five to top top three car. It's just, uh, you know, obviously John and Aaron, and when Zach wouldn't have bad luck, uh, they were always the top and cool too. Uh, but yeah, the Aaron and John were definitely the class of the fields. But I think between me, Zach, and Cool, we're all pretty close. Uh, just Zach's luck really, really sucked this year, so uh, that helped me out too. But uh, yeah, it was. It was fun. I enjoy the series. I like the random tracks, the random cars, and no, not knowing where we're going to race because that didn't give people time to make a test laps. Even though Monday nights, this is my first Monday in the last eight weeks that I haven't been on iRacing until like midnight <laughs> trying to learn the track. So uh, it's like, kind of relaxing. <laughs> this is why we only do eight weeks because yeah. I, don't, I don't know how them boys in NASCAR do it for a whole season because after eight oh. weeks of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm wore out from this. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, Tuesday nights for races. And I always got on at seven on Tuesday to practice a little bit. And, uh, I mean, you got to practice, especially that type of field we had. I feel like everybody's pretty stout and, uh, you got to be up on the wheel there. But, yeah, I hope there's a winter series. I don't know if there is yet, if you all mentioned that, but I'm looking forward. If there is, I hope, hope, uh, there is. But guess we'll have to find out. Well, we are definitely, uh, working on it here, trying to see if what all we can get up in, uh, one way or another, we, we, we'll make something happen. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. But anyway, man, I want to go back to your win there. Uh, let's talk about it a little bit. Talk if you can remember back, you know, a few weeks. Uh, let's talk about that uh, that race there at Daytona in that truck. How was your yeah. race? Because you actually fell back to begin with. Uh, you kind of, I guess, we're taking the you know in the back approach there for a little while and save your stuff. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I've had a few bush lights before then, so I'm trying to think of that race. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I think I wrote yeah in the beginning I. I Zach and uh, uh, Tim, I told them that I was going to ride in the back, and that was their plan too. So we were all going to kind of – and John kind of talked about that too. I knew Doby was going to go full throttle. He had nothing to lose. So when in the first lap, I knew he was pushing me and everything, trying to – you know, I, he was dipping in the inside. So I went high, and uh, I was trying to back – you know, go back uh, past everybody – or let them all go by, and that kind of messed up Tim, I think, and that's when them two end up wrecking. But, yeah, I just rode in the – back beginning because i knew something was going to happen but i don't feel i don't think anything really happened till everybody was talking about going to pit and i think some people weren't as honest as others saying they weren't going to pit and then all of a sudden they did and it choked up the whole field and everybody started wrecking and i ended up staying out with john and uh then zach and all them ended up getting wrecked before that and i'm trying to think i guess we ended up pitting and then i think i rode up in the front and then i fall back again and then i I knew with like, I think there was 10 to go caution come out from what I can remember. And I had, uh, John pushing me up top and then I seen Aaron down below coming and I just dropped down and tried to, you know, get him to push me up. And then I think Cole was beside me on the last lap and he, I think Aaron kind of pushed me up into him and I, I was going for it. I didn't, I didn't have any friends then. And I, I think I lucked at the draw of my nose there that me and Cole got to, together and i think i went into his car and it kind of worked out for me i think there was a glitch in the system or whatever but it worked out for me 
Well, well it was definitely the uh, closest finish of our series so far. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad I could have been that. <laughs> you get, you get to be the uh, Michael McDowell and the uh, Ricky Rudd. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, All it was. Uh, it, you got to have them speedway races. I mean, it gives everybody a chance to win, and uh, you know, it kind of mixes it up a little. Because I mean, to be honest, most of those races are hard. I mean, between uh, Aaron and uh, John, I mean, that's that's tough competition. Those guys got it going on. For sure. Well, you can definitely say you were the one guy to spoil the uh, the asphalt sweep for Aaron there. Oh, that's perfect. Well, then after I read his status of what he what he's done on iRacing, I felt pretty good. I'm like, oh, that guy's won a lot of stuff on iRacing. And he, I think he's an e-racer too, I read. So I, maybe I could be wrong. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, well, I felt pretty good that I beat him. So it made me feel good. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, good yeah. deal. Well, like we said, man, you come home third in the series here. Uh, congratulations on that. And for those efforts, I appreciate that. Uh, for yep. those efforts, man, you are going to uh, get 200 bucks out of the points fund here. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Give it, and I, I appreciate y'all putting that on too. Oh, not a problem, man. We we enjoy it. Uh, we're trying to figure out what's going to be winter series. See what we can. Uh, we kind of well, it's kind of the same, but a little bit different. Uh, so with, with the drop race this season, um, that kind of shook up a few things. And uh, I will still say I think the cream rise, rose to the top. Um, yeah. So we're seeing what we can do different for the for for the next winter series, or if we the need to do anything night. different. So. Yeah, well, that drop race gives everybody a chance if something happens or if they got, you know, a storm coming and they knock out their Wi-Fi or whatever, because I think that happened to you or somebody yeah. uh, one time, too. So it gives a little bit of extra there. And, and I want to also thank uh, Earl um, and Grease Monkey and Mooresville and SRI, and I know some other guys also uh, contributed to that. I can't think of all of them, but all them, too, for putting up some money for us to go have some fun on racing definitely so also uh blood eagle racing podcast yeah, blood, yeah. um northeast auto imports and uh bs and and right B, yep and bs racing yep yeah i appreciate those guys for doing that yeah we do too for sure um well cool man well is there uh, uh, other than that uh who do you want to thank for 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 your car there on uh well, i I guess I should, uh, I'll definitely thank SRI cause they definitely uh, helped towards that. And then Zach, uh, 45 designs. The last time I did an interview, I said 54 designs, but it's 45 designs. <laughs> uh, he pretty much designed all our stuff and he does a great job for all of us. SRI guys on our cars, somewhat looking the same. And, uh, yeah, he's always been known to do that. And, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think he does everybody's SRI. So it makes kind of cool that, you know, he takes on that part and, uh, I think his computer crashed one time and uh, I got a new computer going and we're good to go. But uh, yeah, he does great work and that's right. And you guys, obviously. So appreciate it. Not a problem at all, man. Well, cool, man. Well, what is up on the, uh, on the agenda for beef here coming up? Um, I got, uh, well, actually, so I got a go-kart for the DNQ series, uh, ah. that Zach runs and I'm going to have, uh, I've been working on that. I am actually what I'm about to get right now. And the next race is October 11th. So I got uh, that money that I just won probably go to, which I got to get to Zach because he's, I'm buying a motor and some stuff from him. And uh, I'm not going to drive it because I'm too fat to drive it, I think. But I'm going to have my neighbor uh, drive it and uh, go see how we can do in that deal at Millbridge and uh, see how it goes. What kind of and a, other than that? What's that? What kind of car did you get? It's a phantom phenom so it's an older uh car but i mean the dnq do i think it'll be okay and we'll see it's just something to mess with it's not the schedules 
you know, not that bad. It's not like you race every weekend. And uh, see, so yeah, I'm gonna do a little bit of that. And then, uh, like I said, we got the Charlotte races coming up for work wise and uh, the dirt track, all that. And I look forward to that. Just go to see everybody local and hang out and have a few bush lights or whatever you decide to have those nights, but they're fun. <laughs> there you go. So, um, what kind of motors they run over there in that DNQ? So it's just a, it's just a predator. My, the class I want to run is just a, or that I'm going to uh, have is the predator motor. So it's just the one out of Harvard freight. I, you know, you. The, I think it's a $125 motor. And then you run Hoosier groove tires with no tire prep. So you don't have to worry about tire prep. And now they have other classes you could tire prep, but the class I want to run, there's no tire prep. I don't want to have to mess with any of that. That stuff's to just, uh, it's a pain to do. So I just, uh, I'm going to do that deal. They call it the pro cup series, but if you ever get a chance, you need to come check it out. Uh, it's on when, well, sometimes Wednesdays, sometimes Mondays, but it's, it's cool deal. There's, I don't know how many entries a lot, but it's mostly racing guys in the industry. That's why they do it on Mondays. Just so, you know, or Wednesdays. So guys that are traveling can still go do it. And it's a fun deal. Well, I need to talk with you. Uh, we might can, uh, you sticker up some, Chicken Bone Alley stickers on that go. Hell we, yeah, we'll we, definitely do that. We might can uh, I, I might know where some tires and motors are. Yeah, I think we got yeah, a, that, we that, got seven motors in there. Now. Yeah, we got a pile of motors. Oh, sitting. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even know you were in. I I didn't I didn't. That's the first time I heard you talk. I didn't realize you're in here. Yeah, I'm here, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's in there. Oh. Mm. But yeah, I might. Uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, matter what, I'd run a decal anyway. So you just uh, <laughs> send me some up, or I'll get them from you somehow, and we'll put it on there. And hey, we might not even make the show, but. They'll know we're there, at least if we run the B-Man or not. We'll make it exciting somehow or another. I was fixing to say, as long as everybody's having fun, that's all that counts, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, if you all get a time, I know you all are far from there, but it would it's a cool deal for sure. And I hope to see you all in Charlotte for sure, too. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to see somewhere. We're going we're gonna to meet up somewhere, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will be at Charlotte. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, congratulations again, and uh, on your third place finish here, taking home two hundred bucks. And um, we appreciate you coming on every week with us, being a big supporter for us, and we we really appreciate it, man. Yep, thank you guys, and uh, looking forward to the winter series, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys some point at the dirt track in the next couple uh, weeks. For sure. All right, everybody. Beef tips. Greg Bolinu bringing home third place. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on there to uh, second place, Aaron Smith. Unfortunately, uh, he is not able to join us tonight after his uh, second place finish here in the uh, in the summer shootout series here. Um, man, Aaron, come on, strong. Right. Well, sure, yeah. it, it, I, well, let me take that back. We started off where we start this year. Well, yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. We started off this year in asphalt, right? Mm-hmm. And we started off at... Oh, God, I can't even remember. I oh. can't either. It's been, so, it's been it's eight been weeks ago. Eight weeks ago. I'm sorry, Aaron. But anyway, Aaron went out there and just schooled everybody. New Smyrna, I believe. New Smyrna, that's right. Um, yeah, we run out of fuel. That's right. Um, that is exactly right. New Smyrna and the ARCA cars. No, yeah, no, yeah. No. Late models, late models, late, late models. models. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Good Lord, I'm getting all messed up here. I apologize. We went to New Smyrna, late models. Aaron took off, got wrecked on the first lap. Aaron was the only smart one because I don't know what this deal was this year with computer issues, but we had a few. Um, 
we had issues going into this race, and somehow the setup did not go in, and which was still okay. Um, uh, it just it was short on fuel. Everybody was going right. to have to pee it. Well, nobody looked at fuel except for Aaron. <laughs> well, it worked out great for him. But regardless, he was coming back up through the field like oh yeah, like it was no tomorrow. So yeah, I don't think it really mattered. Um, he was coming, and he did come, and. Yeah, he was pretty strong. And that kind of set his tone for the season, especially on the asphalt side. Yeah. Um, the next week, uh, we were on dirt, and he didn't run that good, um, which I think is where the difference was made, where he ended up finishing um, finishing second in these points here. Um, but I will have to say that excuse me i'm sorry um i will have to say that aaron if there was a uh i guess most improved for on dirt on, for yeah one side or the other aaron had to make that most improved on dirt and yeah. he did it really quick yeah he did he didn't run that great in the first dirt race and then all of a sudden when we're coming around to the next dirt uh, and the rest of the dirt races he was up there contending up front so uh so Aaron Smith will be your second place finisher in the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout, taking home three hundred dollars for a second place finish. Plus, plus we're going to give him the uh, a fifty dollar gift card presented by SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel for uh, for having the most wins on asphalt. Sweet. And he took home. He had three wins on the asphalt. The only time that got upset was when the uh, last man we just talked to there, uh, Beef Tips, got it on at Daytona. So, very, very impressive. Yeah, very much so. Especially on road courses, man. From Watkins Glen Race, was he was insane. <laughs> yeah, dude's like two seconds faster a lap than everybody. <laughs> at least I think. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. I ended up finishing. Where did I finish? Fourth, fifth, I can't remember. Um, I know it's top five. Um, but at Watkins Glen, somehow I got lapped right before the caution come out by him. It's insane. And then the caution came out, and I got lucky dog. So <laughs> that's the only way I ended up on the lead lap. I don't know how that happened. So, uh, so congratulations to Aaron. Uh, we'll have to talk to him another time. Here, uh, he wasn't able to come on tonight. Had some prior commitments. Um, so. So congratulations to him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and that brings us to the pinnacle moment, I guess we'll say, for this series here. We got your winner, first place man, taking home $1,000 from the points fund here, Mr. John Rogerio Jr. Man, congratulations. Uh, I appreciate it. It was a... Uh... Long season, but a lot of fun at the same time. So uh, I'm just thankful, obviously, to come out of the champion and, um, you know, obviously get to race with a bunch of really great guys while doing it. Cool, man. Well, uh, I just want to let you know we just talked to uh, Beef Tips, and he says that you owe him 100 bucks. Just just say <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll get with him on that. He said he'll see you tomorrow. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, cool, man. Well, we want to go back through the season a little bit. Um, you, uh, it, it, 
the season started off a little crazy. We were just talking about at New Smyrna there with late models, and uh, they, it ended up being some fuel mileage issues there that none of us really realized other than Aaron. But you came out okay in it also. Um, but then from then on, um, dirt stuff, man, obviously, uh, th- that was your forte. So uh, tell us, just give us your uh, overview of the whole season there. Yeah, um, when we first went to um, New Smyrna with the late model stocks, I – didn't know what to expect because I had never really ran asphalt races before. I had I had actually ran a few street stock races that I forgot to mention in the last podcast I did. But um, uh, as far as late models go, though, I'd never ran one on on the game, so I was like, all right, this should be interesting. But kind of, I mean, I actually enjoyed the asphalt side of things a lot. And um, really, from the start of that race, I realized tire wear was a really big factor. Keep in mind, did not think about fuel, so the whole time I'm saving tires. And I remember it was probably 20 laps to go or something. And the thing popped up on the screen and it said I had five laps of fuel left. And I was like, Oh, but we're in trouble. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, thankfully knew that you could uncheck your tires for the pit stop. So like cold Mint was leading and, um, I don't believe he you know, unchecked the tires because he came down pit road ahead of, a, uh, ahead of me and beef tips. And then, um, you know, me and Beef had really good stops. I was able to get ahead of him just a little bit, which played out and, you know, allowed me to finish second. But obviously, Aaron, he um, he was uh, a little smarter than us and noticed the fuel <laughs> early and was able to get by. So, you know, he picked up the first one of the season, and I was thankful to run second. And then, like you said, I mean, the dirt stuff, I, I don't want to say I was confident um, rolling into it. I, I certainly felt like I could be competitive, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to win these because I knew – you know, Zach Stroop's very strong. Um, I'd never heard of Coldman before, but after racing with him all season, you know, I got a lot of respect for him and the way he races, and he was really fast on the dirt stuff. So, um, you know, there was a lot of really good guys, and uh, it was cool to be able to win three of the four dirt races. Um, the last one, I feel like I had a shot at it, but if we're being honest, my nerves were shot. <laughs> all I could think about was winning the points, and I'm like, man, there's no way I'm going to push the limits here. And because uh, like, I knew the outside line was the fastest way around Eldora because all the races I've ran there, but I wouldn't get near that wall because I was just terrified of tearing the car up and then letting Aaron get by or something and losing the points. So um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, and yeah, I mean, really, if we're being completely honest, out of all the, you know, the eight races we ran, I really think the ARCA cars at Loudon was the most fun I had on the game. There, there's just I, I'm not used to the asphalt, so to get in that environment with Aaron, who's clearly very, um, very competitive in the asphalt side of things, and me and him were kind of having a battle there in the Archer cars, and I was like, man, this is fun. Uh, I just really enjoyed the tire wear and everything, so it, it was it was cool. I really thank you guys for putting that deal together. Oh, no problem at all, man. Well, uh, overall, I, I know you said you like the Archer cars and stuff, but uh, what do you think about the schedule like that where we're kind of flipping back and forth, different cars, different tracks every week um you know our idea behind it is to not try to give anybody uh much of a competitive advantage but you know being obviously guys are better on one than they are the other and uh i really think just obviously the cream rose to the top um as to who put in the time for it but uh what do you think about it oh i mean that was probably the most fun um you know league or series whatever you want to call it that i've ran in a very long time because you know, I'm so used to, well, all I run on the iRacing game is uh, dirt. So, like, all my dirt stuff is, you know, you get in a, a league and it's super late models. And so you know you're in a super late model every week. 
uh, and then obviously the track's announced, so you know what track you're going to be at, and it's fun. I love, I mean, shoot, I'm on iRacing every night, but, um, you know, whenever I join your deal, and Beef Tips didn't really tell me at first that it was dirt and asphalt. He just said there was a mixture of cars, and I was like, oh, cool. And then once I figured out what we were doing, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then once we got started, I really enjoyed it. Because like you said, you know, one week, I mean, we started off, we ran late model stocks at New Smyrna, which I had to buy. I, I think I may have had the late models, but I had to buy New Smyrna. Like, it's just stuff that I've never ran before. So to get the opportunity to run it and, uh, God, it was just so much fun. And then, like I said, the next week we go run, you know, the 358 modifieds at Cedar Lake. And then, oh, next thing you know, we're running Arca Cars Allowed. And then just the variety was really cool. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, I like the idea personally because, like you said, it does give guys like Aaron, who's clearly very, very, you know, very stout on the asphalt side of things. He was able to come up and win three races on the asphalt side of things. And then, you know, me, I was fortunate enough to win some dirt stuff. And then you had people like Zach Stroop, who's well in both, you know, cars or, sorry, both, uh, surfaces of uh racing and i mean he ran great in every race minus the ones that he had some bad luck in but <laughs> but no it was cool i mean uh like i said i really enjoyed it well we were uh throwing some love there to the uh second place man uh aaron smith there we were just talking about it and uh unfortunately he wasn't able to be on here tonight but we said that if there was a uh, if we gave out a most improved award through the season it, it, it just his dirt stuff because he started out uh uh, with 358 modifiers not running that good but then all of a sudden a little later in the year he was up there running with you guys up front and on the dirt tracks well it's funny you mentioned that because i'm in no way bashing him but i remember you know he spanked our butt the first week right and i'm like oh shoot bud this is gonna be difficult and then the um the second race we went to cedar lake with 358s and uh, i have it wrote down i think he finished like 13th or something right and i was like okay and i was like well you know nothing against him but i was like well if he if he has like two or three bad runs, you know, if I can stay consistent, I'll be okay. And then, and then we went and we ran the uh, UMP modifieds at Lanier. And I remember we joined the lobby for practice and he was quick time. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. He's clearly put some time in. And then I think he finished sixth in that race. And I was like, Oh shoot. And then we ran the sprint cars where he finished second. And I'm like, dude, this old boy's got it figured out. You know? And like you said, he, he, um, you know, I'm not saying I'm great on the dirt, but I do want to give credit to him because I understand, you know, what it takes to be competitive on the dirt side of things with the track slicking and, the, you know, slickening up and, uh, and a lot of throttle control and stuff comes into play. And for him to improve the way he did in a very short amount of time, I, I was extremely impressed. And uh, I haven't reached out to him yet, but I have, you know, I want to reach out to him and uh, just let him know that I was you know, enjoy or that I enjoyed the whole season racing with him, and that I was impressed with the way he he uh, excelled through the dirt stuff as the season went on. For sure, man. Well, I, it, uh, going off of that, also, um, you saying that you never ran much asphalt or hardly any asphalt stuff going into it, and then having the finishes that you did, running uh, second quite a few times, a third there. Um, but the only bad race you really had on asphalt was Daytona, and that was only because of Rick. Um, man, I could put you right there in the running too for saying somebody that really improved on asphalt. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I mean, it was hard for me to practice because, you know, between obviously my job and then I get off of work and I come home, work on my real race cars. And then I typically go inside or like eight, eight thirty. you know, uh, obviously there's nights where it's nine or later, but 
you know, I didn't really have time to practice. And with, and this is another thing I want you to know that I loved because it did keep me from no life in the game. But the fact that you announced the track Monday night, you know, the night before the race was awesome. Because if you announced it the following day or something, then I'd have Thursday, Friday, or, you know, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, I'd no life the game Sunday. Like I would have gone all out <laughs> and not that that's a bad thing, but it did. I really enjoyed how, you know, Monday I would drive home from work and I'd click on Facebook and I'd look and I'm like, Oh, all right. So we're here tonight or over there. And, um, and I enjoyed it. Now I wish I could have practiced it a little more. Um, maybe give Aaron a little bit of a run for his money, but at the end of the day, that kid had it figured out. And I don't really think, I, I don't really think that no matter how many laps I put in, I could have, kept up with his um his pace whenever tire work came into play i was able to maintain i noticed but his first 15 laps compared to mine i mean we're talking seconds i mean he's just he's really what i noticed in the in-car camera was just how smooth he was on the wheel but uh, but still rotating where i to rotate like him i had to crank a lot of wheel into it and then i'd burn the right front off so it's something i'm gonna work on uh for if we do do a winter series but um but yeah so uh, it's just it's fun because i i I uh, I enjoy competition, and he certainly was stout. <laughs> For sure, man. Well, also, I want to announce on here that uh, it, it, on top of the $1,000 that you are winning out of points fund, you are also going to be receiving a uh, $50 SRI stock car steel um, gift card there. So uh, Beef Tip said you can uh, now go buy some aluminum from them. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll, I can just about guarantee you that the minute I get that card, I'll be using it because I go through, <laughs> I go through SRI and you know them guys over at Stock Car for just about everything. So um, that's certainly going to come in handy, and I want to thank them for that. Obviously, that's a really cool thing that you know for one they're supporting our racing deal, and two that they're you know stepping up and giving out gift cards like that. For sure, man. Well, we wanted to uh, we didn't really talk to you about it as much last time we had you on here. Um, Tell everybody, we know that you race uh, yourself and, and create late models, um, but also, what is a typical day for John Rogerio Jr.? What, what, is, what is work? Oh, so every morning I get up and I uh, go to work. I work at Hendrick Motorsports. Um, I'm a fabricator, a uh, finished fabricator, that is. So, um, you know, a lot of guys always ask me what card I work on. Uh, I actually have the opportunity to work on all four cars. Um over in the cup shop and then um you know primarily everything in the front end uh i have the uh the joy of working on and you know duck work um you know your brake ducks your drag ducks which you run in your 550 package races and then the brake ducks for your 750 package stuff um there's splitters splitter pan um like i said just primarily everything in the front end uh there's me and then one other guy that uh, we handle everything in the front. So one day I might do splitters while he does duck work or I'll do brake ducks and duck work when he does a splitter. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun and, um, you know, beyond, uh, grateful for the opportunity to work, uh, for such an awesome organization. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's a dream job just cause like you said, I do race myself and, uh, to get to go and make a living working on race cars and then come home, work on my own, it's something I've always dreamed of, and to get the opportunities is awesome. You probably end up working closely with uh, crew chiefs and car chiefs and everything else uh, through there with working, especially in that splitter area, because we know they uh, try to massage out every little bit they can get, <laughs> don't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like anything, you know, down the my late model or obviously the number five team, you know, they're a cup car for 
for this weekend. I mean, you want every little thing because it all adds up, you know, and, uh, and like you said, certainly, um, you know, the crew chiefs are always coming around asking, you know, what can we do here? What can we do there? And, you know, uh, it's fun because you see their drive and their ambition and, you know, their will to go out and do whatever it takes to win. So then like whenever they come back to the fab shop and speak to you, you're like, it just gives you a fire. You know, you, I don't know how to word it. It's just, I, I get so excited whenever I see them because I'm like, man, they're putting in all this time. You know, now it's my job to do everything I can make everything as nice and as, you know, well, well built as I can so that whenever they get to the racetrack, they're confident they have the best car possible to unload with and obviously race with. So, um, it's cool, man. Like I said, it's just, it's something, uh, you know, a lot of people dream of, and I'm just very thankful for the opportunity. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, give you a, another congratulations because you're definitely part of that team, uh, having four cars in that uh, cup playoffs right now, and uh, especially this, this last night, uh, Sunday night. There were y'all had four fast cars out there. Circumstances didn't work out, but uh, uh, Chase especially was coming there at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything. Uh, you know, what do they say? Sometimes the fastest car don't always win the race. You know, I'd like to believe that we had some of the fastest cars there yesterday. Um, and then, obviously, like you said, some things just don't play out. But all in all, you know, to unload um, just about every race. I mean, we went to Bristol and we won, thankfully. You know, we go to Vegas, you know, yesterday and, and uh, you know, we had really fast cars. And, um, you know, here we go to Talladega this weekend. Hopefully we run well there. The Roval. I mean, you know, it's just really cool because, you know, the – and we got a lot of employees. We got a lot of people that work there. And to say I'm a part of it and a part of that team each week is just, you know, it's just such a cool feeling. I'm like I said, I'm thankful beyond words. And uh, and it does. It's cool just to sit back and on a Sunday when I get done cleaning my car, I get to go inside, turn on a race, and see how we're doing. So That's it's right. cool. That's right. I do. I, I got one question about it though. I, there's a lot of All people. Right. There's a lot of people like uh, let's say Darlington. This, this okay. last go around. Uh, a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, Kyle went for it there on that last lap and uh, couldn't make it work. There's going to be a lot of guys in the fab shop that's upset with him because he tore up a good race car. I was like, I don't believe that. I believe that every guy in that fab shop is okay to rebuild whatever as long as their guy was going for it like that. Is is that is that the feeling, man? Oh, I can tell you right now, whenever I went into work Monday, there was not a single person. I mean, not one person in the whole shop that had anything bad to say about that. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we, we build cars. I mean, it's not a brand new chassis, but like it's a, it's a new car every week. So like that Darlington car, he went for the win and it got tore up. No big deal. You take it back to the shop. We got another one sitting there, you know, ready to go. Uh, cause after Darlington, we went to, Oh geez, uh, Richmond right. and, uh, you know, that Richmond car sitting there ready to go. So that Darlington car has no effect on that Richmond program. And that's why, like you said, there ain't nobody there in that shop that had anything bad to say about him going for the win. Now, if he was running seventh and went to go for <laughs> sixth, maybe I'd have had something to say. But, but all in all, like I said, I mean, we're, you know, with an organization like that, you know, that, that car didn't really play too big of a factor in the next coming races. So for us, if you're going to tear it up going for the win, do it every week if you got to. I mean, it's just the way it is, you know. There you go. And, uh, uh that's right man it's uh it's like i told him anyway i said i'm pretty sure all them guys expect to rebody a car after darlington anyway exactly <laughs> uh but cool man well getting back to uh to you man uh 
like we said, congratulations on winning the uh, the series here. Um, awesome to well, you are our inaugural summer series winner. So, uh, so congratulations on being that. You and uh, Zach Stroop get to be the Zach Zach won the winter series, and now you you are the uh, summer shootout champion. So uh, I guess we'll come back on the winter series when we get it all lined up here and uh, let y'all battle it out and see who can who can bring home another one. <laughs> I mean, I'm certainly gonna, you know, I'm gonna do everything I can to uh, to try to win another one. But you know, if Aaron shows back up, he's gonna be strong. I mean, Zach, I'm gonna be honest with you. Whenever Zach had his issues at um, New Smyrna, I remember thinking, well, we get a drop race, so it's no big deal. And but then he had issues a few more times. And you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. If he didn't have them issues, I mean, as well as he was running, I mean, he was pretty much in the top three or top four every race and then had issues so you know he's he's obviously uh he's gonna be tough in the winter series and i'm i'm just hoping that uh, i can pull it off again you know <laughs> there you go man well cool deal well uh far as your uh your real race car sitting over there uh what's up next for you so this weekend we um we're taking our 604 and our 602 to cherokee the 604 is um qualifying heat race on friday and have a feature on saturday and then the 602 car is a full program on Saturday. So we'll run that. And then um, next weekend we go to Harris uh, with our 602 car for a 5,000 win show. And then the weekend after that we go to Livonia. Same thing, 602 car for five grand. And then the weekend after that, if everything goes well, uh, keep in mind racing's an up and down deal, but right. if everything goes well, we're going to try to go to Florida um, at Alltech Speedway. They're paying 27000 for the 604s. And then the weekend after that is the uh, – uh, the Dryden World Short Track Championship at Charlotte, which um, we were fortunate enough to win the 604 program last year. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back there. I uh, love Charlotte. I wish we got to race there more often, really. But um, we'll go there that Halloween weekend and see if we can't can't redeem ourselves and, you know, go back to back. And then uh, after that, I really don't know. I mean, with the tire shortage going on right now, it's kind of tough to stay you know, far out on your tire program and stuff. So like right now I have everything I need pretty much to get to Charlotte. And then after that, November is kind of up in the air, depending on what I'm able to get for tires and all. So um, I know I'm not the only one in that position. So a lot of guys are probably feeling the same way I am, but those are pretty much all really big shows the whole month of October. So I'm looking forward to getting after it and seeing how we can do. There you go, man. And I don't know if you know, well, you don't know this probably. Um, Actually, when you won last year at uh, Charlotte at Dradina, uh, the, World Short Track Championship there. We were actually standing in Victory Lane there. We were <laughs> there with you. I was gonna what? Try, yeah, I was actually going to try to get you on the show, and they had you moving around everywhere, and we we I literally Gosh. could never get to you. <laughs> well, I know. So it's kind of funny. It's, well, it's, it's kind of one of the things. I, I was happy for the issues I had. But whenever, you know, I brought two cars. I brought my 604 and my 602, and I was fortunate enough to, you know, set fast time in the 602, win my heat race. I drew a six for the main, which I knew starting six wasn't ideal, but it is what it is. The 604 car, we were fast time in group B, won our heat, drew the, drew the pole for the main event. And I, I knew that there was only one one feature between the 604 race and the 602 race. So I'm not saying I didn't want to win, but I didn't expect to in a way. So I was like, oh, I got plenty of time. Like I'll get done with the 604 race. I'll drive back to the pits, work on the 602 car, and then go up to staging. Well, when we won, I was telling everybody in Victor Lane, I'm like, hey, look, you know, I'm not trying to rush us here, but I really need to get 
out of victory lane and down to my 602 car and they understood <laughs> oh, yeah. but then i had to go to i had to go to tech because they wanted to tear the motor down and i'm like oh my goodness so by the time i got to tech they were yelling for me to staging so i never got to work on my 602 car or nothing i had to jump in it drive oh. to staging and start six so we didn't run very well i think we wound up eighth in the 602 race um and but yeah it was such a wild you know saturday night because i, I just I was so thankful to win the 604 race, but as a racer, you know, that was, that joy was probably five minutes long. And then immediately I was thinking about the 602 car and what I needed to do to that thing to, to, you know, have a shot at winning. But because of the circumstances, I never even got to work on that thing. So I was so busy that day and I wish I'd known you were in there because I would have certainly got an interview, but, oh. uh, the, it just didn't play out, you know? Oh yeah. It, it's like that sometimes. Yeah. We were standing there and then. By the time I walked out, and by the time uh, Beef Tips actually come up to me, he's like, "Hey man, y'all y'all the ones do chicken bone right?" I was like, "Yeah man." So we we <laughs> we were there and then met him all at the same time. So I was like, "Oh, this is cool." So uh, dude, that did, is cool. Did you see uh, by chance while you're on here, since you're in that crate world, there? Did, did you see that uh, fifty thousand dollar to win race they had this past weekend? Down yes, at sir. Super B. Man, and, oh, dude, for a crate late model, that event is awesome. I really wish they would have got more than fifty six cars. And here I am saying that I should have been there, but you know, that's one of the things, you know, I tell a lot of people that I work with and obviously fans and stuff. A lot of people ask why I don't travel a little more. And you know, the main issue is whenever the big money shows come up is like right now. Right. So these, yeah, these, these months and all, why. it's the playoff, you know, the playoff time for the cup cars. So I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I, I know I could get off work. You know, I work for some really awesome people, but I just, it's only the right thing to do to be at work and giving them my hundred percent so that whenever I leave Friday, I have my weekend to do what I love to do, which is obviously race. But yeah, that, that, um, that 50,000 to win in Louisiana was awesome. I just wish they didn't qualify on Thursday because if they would have qualified Friday, I probably could have gotten out there and raced, but the format just didn't quite play out. Um, but like I said, for a crate late model, that event is insane. And I really hope to see more of that stuff coming in the future, you know? Oh yeah, for sure, and uh, hopefully, oh, hopefully we'll be able to see you out there one of them big ones one day like that. Especially, yeah, I mean, you, you got to think all tech for twenty seven yeah, grand. I mean, that's too. a huge event, and um, you know, I'm very thankful. As of right now, keep in mind it's a couple weeks out, but as of right now, you know, that's our plan is to get down there, race down there, which I really look forward to because I've been there once before with a six hundred two car, and man, that racetrack is beautiful. The whole facility. Um, it was everything about it was really cool. So to take my 604 down there here in a couple of weeks would be really awesome. And like I said, for 27 grand, I mean, you think of a crate late model for $27,000. I mean, it's just, it's insane. You know, the sport's healthy. Uh, and I'm just thankful to get the opportunity to race in some of these events. Well, uh, hopefully after you, uh, headed that and a few more of these here, uh, we'll be having you back on here soon. Talking about some wins, man. Hey, I really hope you're right. <laughs> you know, we're going to, we're going to do everything we can. Um, I can assure you it's no, uh, no lack of hard work and, you know, time spent out in the shop. Uh, but I think we, me and dad keep doing what we're doing. I think we might have a shot to, uh, bring home a few of them wins. There you go. I believe it, buddy. Well, congratulations again on taking home the, uh, thousand dollars and, and, uh, from the, uh, chicken bone alley, uh, summer shootout series and also the $50, uh, gift card there to SRI performance stock car steel. Um, man, we appreciate you, uh, coming on running with us this this year and uh coming on here tonight and uh we'll definitely do it again buddy well like i said uh i really appreciate it you know um i just can't thank you guys enough for putting that deal together 
Um, obviously, Earl Ramey Racing Engines for supporting it. Um, SRI, Stock Car Steel. Uh, I know I'm missing some, but everybody that was a part of that deal, I'm thankful for. And, um, you know, I look forward to getting back after it this winter and seeing if we can do it again. All right, man, for sure. And uh, we'll definitely be seeing you out there, but we appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Have a good one. All right, there it was, boys and girls. That was the uh, well, top five minus Aaron. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to be on here. But congratulations again to John Rogerio Jr. taking home the championship and $1,000 for the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout Series. And again, guys, we really want to thank our sponsors for this. I know we did it before we started these interviews, but we want to do it again. Uh emfr performance and uh grease monkey mooresville we definitely could not have done it without those guys um for sure it was big support so guys if you're in the mooresville area you need oil change or any kind of maintenance on your vehicle be sure to uh head over to grease monkey mooresville get all the work done that you need there top-notch guys there and also uh emfr performance our buddy earl ramey over there you'll hear us talk about earl ramey racing engines every weekend he also has his performance line so uh you guys be over there for your race cars make sure to get over to earl shop and uh take advantage of everything he's got over there to make your car fast Bo show Bo show um also as uh, as we said guys uh Pama machine and fabrication we really appreciate y'all Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, man. No problem. For sure. I mean, we really do. Really do. That's putting up some good money for these guys out here. Yeah, man. I'm glad we could do it. I uh, wish we could win some back sometime. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, we need to play. A, we need to have a senior league or something. <laughs> there we go. We need to have the slow league. That's what we need. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Last car wins. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in that, man. I got you. <laughs> All right, before we come to just the green flag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen me do it. Yep. Uh, also, want to thank Northeast Auto Imports, our buddy Derek Griffith up there. Uh, that is his uh, his daily up there. Um, he does a lot of racing, but he has a daily job also, and that is selling some awesome imported cars. Um, a bunch of right-hand drive stuff, like we said, uh, campers, uh, big trucks and stuff that are all shipped in, mostly like from Japan and stuff, and yeah. Really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. So yeah. if you're looking for something unique to drive, um, be sure to check out Northeast Auto Imports for sure. Um, also, Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Uh, guys, we've said on here many times, but if you enjoy, or if you enjoy Chicken Bone Alley, or just listen to Chicken Bone Alley, regardless if you enjoy it or not, I guess, <laughs> uh, go check out Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Kale and Tyler, uh, they kind of break down their racing from each week. And Kale's based, he, he runs a legend car up in Ohio. And Tyler runs a um, SCDRA car in Pennsylvania. So uh, they break down their weeks. And then whatever local racing action is going on around them or whatever they went to go watch. So uh, like I said, if you listen to us, you'll probably like them too. So check out Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Also... Uh, BS Racing um, buddies up in Ohio also. We have a lot of Ohio support. I like it. Yeah, Yes, sir. Absolutely. It's a good place to have it. You know, there's a place, little place called Eldora up there. There's yeah, there's a lot of place, uh, up there. <laughs> There's quite a few more up there. Portsmouth, uh, you know, 
cool tracks. But anyway, uh, BS Racing guys, y'all go check them out. Running the GNCC uh, schedule on the quad there in the amateur series this year. Uh, y'all go check them out. Doing a lot of things, riding around uh, a lot of times for a lot of causes, a lot of good causes. They'll they'll re uh, rewrap the quad there and showing a lot of good causes on there. So y'all go check them out. Also, as y'all heard on here, and we say every week, SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. SRI Performance is your one-stop shop for all things racing. So y'all please go check them out. Um, uh, when you go online, get your stuff. Be sure to put in promo code CBONE10. This is in. Chicken. B-O-N-E-1-0. Get your 10% off at time of checkout. Also, go check out... Uh, stock car steel and aluminum uh just as we was picking on john there uh go buy you some aluminum from there <laughs> we know you dirt guys like to tear off the right side so uh go get you go get your body pieces you know you need them go get them <laughs> so uh anyway guys we appreciate everybody that has helped out this year with the uh with the summer shootout series. I appreciate everybody that has run. Also, I want to give a big thanks to, um, soak tires broadcasting Kevin over there. Soak tires. Uh, he, he, he did a great job broadcasting these races for us this year. Um, y'all saw all but two races on there. We had some issues. Had to, I had to broadcast two of them, but, uh, he got the majority of them by all means. And we appreciate him a whole lot did for doing a great job on the, on the shows there. So, uh, this will close out our, uh, our season. That was it, man. It was a good show. Um, uh, hey, I didn't make a lot of them, but, um, <laughs> maybe the winter series work out better for us. Maybe so. Maybe so. But, uh, but yeah, regardless, it was good. Um, good, good fun, clean racing. And, uh, it, it was down to the wire, man. It was pretty cool. Really. Uh, that it, it went to the last race, you know. It definitely did, and I will I will say, as compared to our uh, winter series, this, the winter series. Um, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of great drivers on, on in the winter series. Um, and actually, it was a lot of uh, a lot of drivers that were that were in our winter series that came and drove the uh, summer shootout. Also, um, that. I think it was one of them things that got used to driving around each other. We didn't have near the cautions or anything right. that we had in the winter series. And uh, it was a lot more, honestly, even though, you know, we talked about Aaron checking out a lot of times at asphalt tracks or John checking out at dirt tracks. Uh, even with that happening a, a good bit of time because they were awesome, they put in their time for sure. Um, even with that happening, I will say overall the entire series was probably more competitive than than the winter series. Yeah, for sure, it definitely was throughout the field. That that was kind of the cool thing. Um, definitely a lot of good good racing and, and clean racing. So, like you say, we we getting better running around everybody. So that's always good. That's always good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to need to practice that. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. still do. Which I I think I did pretty good. I raced. All but a couple laps at Eldor because I got lapped a couple times by Trent and Chris and John and Shoo. all them boys at Eldor. But I did not spin out. You did good. <laughs> I, I I can't say that. I somehow managed to not wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so yep, this closes out our season, guys. We appreciate everybody for watching, tuning in, uh, hanging out with us, uh, and being ready for uh. 
for the next week of racing. Um, be watching here probably in the next, I hope, you know, in the next month or two, we can have something maybe up to announce. I got a feeling if we do a winter series, we'll probably start like kind of like we did last year, probably sometime in December. Uh, kind of run in January, probably, if we do something. Um, but we'll let y'all know. We'll let y'all know. What you think about it? Well, I guess let's see what we can get lined up and then yeah. see what everybody can go with. And yeah, January would be good. Yeah. January, February, kind of starting up the whole racing season again. Yeah. Give everybody a little break for a little while and uh, then get rolling back on. Yeah, I might wait till after Christmas and then check it all out there. Well, we'll, we'll get it all lined up. But uh, see if we can get it lined up and we'll uh, we'll make it work, have another fun season at it. Um. But anyway, guys, uh, as we talked about, we talked about EMFR performance in the series, helping out with the series. Uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, helping out with this show. Guys, y'all just heard uh, John Rosario Jr. John runs yep. Earl Ramey Racing Engines. That he does. <laughs> and he wins a lot. <laughs> and he wins a lot. There you go. Um, so y'all uh, y'all need to go, uh, go check Earl out. Check our buddy Earl out. Go uh go go get you a, a motor from him. I don't matter anything from a crate motor up to a super motor and modifieds, uh shoot, he don't care. Um uh big block modifieds, it, it don't matter. Earl build any motor that you want him to build. And build it very well. And uh so y'all go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines uh today, tomorrow, as soon as you can. If you were, if you're looking to, we know some of these racing seasons are kind of winding down for some guys. They got some old motors in these cars. Oh, excuse me. Uh, they got some old motors in these cars. They need to freshen them up. And uh, so go see Earl. Freshen your stuff up. Get you a new motor. Whatever you need to do. Once you get in the car, make sure you get on that chassis dyno over there you got. Find all that hidden horsepower, bro. There's plenty of it to find, too. Plenty of it. Check out uh anything any add-ons you can add on there uh fans pulleys all that difference makes it you'd be surprised the horsepower you can find when running on a chassis dyno because uh all that little bit of stuff makes a difference makes throughout a big, that whole yeah. drivetrain sure does and you're running these these crate guys that are so close yeah are so so close you need every little bit of help you can get so definitely go check it out yep for sure so y'all go check a. Uh, Earl Ramey racing engines out. Tell them we sent you. All right. There was a, uh, there was some NASCAR action, I guess we'll talk about for a minute here, as we just talked about it with John a little bit. Um, Las Vegas. I'm just going to go with Cup because, I mean, the, the truck stuff was all right. There's a caution on purpose and all this stuff people were mad about and and whatever it is what it is um xfinity i don't even remember who won the xfinity race you remember josh barry oh yeah that's right josh barry let's talk about that real fast dude it wasn't no fluke win or nothing either i mean which martinsville wasn't either well by no means well that's that's what i want to say first before you go any further man if they had allowed him to run the playoffs yeah. What's that tell you? I mean, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Which he almost, I mean, even even in switching up teams a little bit because he ran 
so many first races right. for junior. Right. But he's kind of kept up after that. There's only missed a few races. If he wouldn't have missed those few races, no matter whose car he was running, right. he would have been a well, uh, force to be reckoned with there in the yeah. in the playoffs, I think. Yeah. You just look for him to be strong next year. Dude, I, I ain't trying to throw no shade. I really am not. I ain't trying to throw no shade. But how did that win make Michael Annette look? Exactly. That car ain't won. <laughs> Only place it's ever won is Daytona. Yeah. I think. I mean, there might be another one, but most of the time Maybe I ever remember, yeah. Michael Annette win has been Daytona. But Junior Motorsports cars were on a roll. Cause yeah, all of, that was first time in, in uh, company history they finished top three. Right. Um. Uh, I don't know. What's his face? Has some, he got caught up in that wreck during the first of it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Mayer. He got caught up in a wreck there. I wish it was stupid wreck. They're on lap like twenty seven, and they tried to go five wide in turn one. It didn't work. Negative. <laughs> Took out like literally half the uh, playoff cars. Yeah. So nobody really lost because. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just took out half of them, but uh. But Josh was just, he was fast on the long run. I knew if that last run went green with where he was, I was like, he's going to run Allgaier down. So, uh, and he did. He did for sure. Sendrick, Sendrick was there on short run, but that's all he had. He kind of fell off after short run. And <sighs> Las Vegas used to be a uh, good show. I don't, it has turned into a, don't get me wrong, it's like, they can get good drafts on it now and get good runs up to people. But it's just, it turns into a strung out, boring race, kind of. Into mm-hmm. I was happy because it wasn't boring because I was kind of rooting for Josh. I like Josh. He's a good guy. Coming up from Lake Model Stocks, how he is. He was supposed to be at Martinsville running the Valley Star 300. Um, canceled that because he decided, they asked him if he would come run the Right. Xfinity race for Michael Annette. Um, I was like, man, that kind of stinks because the last 300 they ran at Martinsville, he won. I mean, literally yep. led Dominated. every lap. <laughs> and so I was like, man, I, I'd hate for it. I, I'd, I would have hated for Josh to go to Las Vegas with that car and run 25th. Right. When he could have been in. Well, it definitely paid off for him. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. So I was awesome to see that. But. All right, let's go to cup race. Dude. That was literally if there if there's been a snooze fest all year, that was it. I think the car they show some cars getting loose somewhat, but I think these cars even when they get loose, there's so much side force and everything on them now. Right. That as soon as they get loose, it pulls them right back in. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drive the car out of it. Right. It's just it pulls itself back in. So, after the first five laps, all of a sudden they're strung out. Chase tried to make it a good show. He run down Denny, Denny from a long way back. Um, Kyle, uh, all the Hendrick boys, all of a sudden, I don't know what happened to fuel calculations. Something was off. Run out of fuel there and had to pit for the, for the uh, stage in. Um, end up being a lap down, coming to the stage, I had, I had to all take the wave around, um, and then Kyle says tires just shot, it just put him back in a hole. I mean, right. 
Kyle was the fastest thing on track there for a long time. Kyle Larson, that is. Uh, he was fastest thing on track for a long time. But once that all happened, it kind of shuffled around. Dude, that was one of the most boring races to watch I think I've ever seen. It was just nothing. Nothing. Right. Chase, like I said, the most excitement was Chase was running down Denny Hamlin. Chase was making some passes coming up through the field. He was fast still. Um, I don't know if he could have. He could have never passed Denny. Not with speed they're running. I think he wore out his stuff too much trying to get there. Yeah. Um, dude, it's just, man, I'm so ready. I say I'm ready for this car to be done with. I don't know if we're going to get much out better out the next uh, one. I don't know. I mean, it's just an unknown. I hope we do. Uh-uh. Watching-wise. Thinking-wise. Ho- hopefully. I want to bring up something else about NASCAR real quick. This has actually been out for probably two weeks now, and we ain't talked about. I think it's teetotal bull, in my opinion. How are they going to schedule? The TV standpoint, it's probably great. Probably wonderful. TV-wise, because everybody's going to be home in front of a TV. Watching this, how are you going to schedule Bristol Dirt Race on Easter late afternoon? Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now that I'm not going to be going. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The Dirt Race at Bristol, regardless what, you know, that is one race I would mark I want to go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to travel to go to a race, I want to go to this race. It put on a decent race last year, too dusty, but night might make it a little better. Going to be a little bit earlier, so it might be a little cooler. Um, they learned a lot from last year, so maybe they fixed it. I, I give them a year, but it wasn't a bad race still. Right. Um, Not saying it's going to be a bad race. It's probably going to be a great race. That's what makes me mad about it is, okay, y'all can hate me for this if you want to, but uh, y'all going to have to get over it because I think – most of our listeners on here anyway know that church is very important to me and Sterling, and uh, <laughs> we're going to be there, especially on Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not missing Easter Sunday. And, okay, yes, that is just us, but I would, I'd be willing to say if you polled the NASCAR fan base that there's going to be a lot of them that can't, not going to make it to track on Easter Sunday. No. no. <laughs> and also, if you look at the schedule, one off weekend all year. Wow. It's going to be rough be on tough. them boys. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, And I know, and I listened to Dorbuff Clear some, and I kind of got to agree with him. I, and I guess I'm, I know a lot of people, I guess I, I, I straddle the fence on this because, um, I can understand also the side that people are looking at, well, y'all make tons of money to do what y'all do, and blah, 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 this is your job. Uh, Doorbell clear. Spotter-wise, you look at those guys, okay, I get it. I get it. You're gone on the weekends. Um, but you're also home during the week. Um, so that's a little bit different. But next year, they've already said it hadn't come out officially, but most likely they're going to bring back at least a day of practice and qualifying. Right. And so, why would you take another off weekend away? Yeah, I thought they were going to go opposite. I thought they were going to have more. Well, I thought that was the way they were going this year, and all of a sudden they turned it around. Which they did go the way this year because 
There was built-in off weeks because of the Olympics. Right. And they did the doubleheader at Pocono. Well, now they're not doing the doubleheader at Pocono. Pocono lost a race, and it's going to Gateway. Right. And so that takes that back to two weekends. Right. Um, I don't know. I think they could have done some, and I guess the numbers weren't there for uh, the Bristol All-Star Race when they did it in the middle of the week. I personally would have had no problem with seeing, um, let's say, a Charlotte midweek race. I like with midweek races. I mean, I, and then turning around and going, I don't know, somewhere, let's say, Richmond, something mm-hmm. like that. I mm-hmm. mean, it just, you know, geographically enable them to do it, whereas right. somewhere close, I think that would have been a little better, personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just mad that they put Bristol on Easter Sunday. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of mad they put any race on Easter Sunday. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't. No, that that should not happen. Now, like I said, TV numbers will be sky high because everybody that wanted to be at it will be watching it on TV that right. afternoon. Right. <laughs> Us included, probably. Yes. But uh, but I'm just upset about it because that's a race I I would circle on my calendar and want to go to. Yeah, I don't I don't care for that either. Um and I know a TV I know TV's got a lot to do with it now. I yeah. know it does. Um but man, that's Easter, man. Exactly. And I know that maybe I don't know. Some other sports, I don't maybe the fan base don't care about well, Easter reg- as much. Well, but. regardless in my opinion, regardless if if that if if religion or whatever is your thing, regardless of that, it was a holiday weekend. Yeah. Why put it on a holiday weekend, especially right. a holiday itself? Right. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> not happy. Not happy about that. But uh, Darlington got two races again, so happy about that. Sweet. Got it back. Hopefully they'll uh, keep on with the trucks and all. They haven't released the yeah. Canadian Truck Series schedules yet. I think they should. At least one race there for trucks. Mm-hmm. At least one. Throwback weekend, yeah. Well, I, I I don't like that either. I don't like throwback weekend being in May. Well, I think the throwback, I mean, I, I think it needs to be back at Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they move it back this year. I hadn't said. I don't know. It just didn't have the luster for me no, no. being in May. No. It just, eh, it just, it, it seemed right at Labor Day. Yeah, that's a throwback. I mean, regardless of what you did with cars, having Darlington on Labor Day weekend, right, was a even and finally getting back on Sunday actually because we were able to run Sunday night. Even though that's a holiday, I get it. I get it. I'm kind of contradicting myself. That's a holiday, but it's not a religious holiday, I guess, and that's our point. So, I guess that's us. I mean, people can argue with that if they want to, and yes, you have a right to, but. Whatever, um, it's just right at Labor Day. That that is a tradition. Oh yeah, I agree. So so the throwback works with that, right? But anyway, all right. What else we got? Anything? Man, I think that's about it, Bo. I know. Um, I I do want to say I hadn't heard how he was doing. Said he had no symptoms last I saw, but oh, J D. Jonathan Davenport had to sit out a couple weeks there. He got the COVID. Um, hoping, hoping he's doing well, doing yeah, better. Sure. Oh, well, like I said, last I saw, he said he didn't have any symptoms, but he went and got tested because he knew he was around two guys on his crew that 
did have it. So hopefully everybody's doing all right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know there's a lot of other people out there, but that's the ones I know about right now, unfortunately. Um, so uh, anyway, guys, as always, want to thank Earl Ramey Racing Engines helping us out on here every week. Uh, SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Uh, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Randy Keene over there at SRI doing hooking up all them uh brake packages for sure but also all, all the other parts now also i want to thank them uh also four bite apparel y'all go check them out like we've been saying it's getting close to uh christmas time so y'all go yep getting chilly get you some hoodies get you some hoodie four bite hoodies pretty cool looking boggins boggins get you a uh koozie to hold your drink in because your drink's too cold on your hand that's right all that good stuff also, everybody, go check out Checkered. It is the uh, social media for racing. Y'all go check them out. A um, lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool content on Checkered from racers, from race fans, from everyone alike. So uh, y'all go check them out. Also, everybody, Speed 51. Y'all be sure to go check out Speed 51. All your racing action will be on Speed 51 coming weeks. So uh, it's getting up time for a lot of those special races that pop all up there. So oh, yeah, it'll be coming soon, man. Snowball and all kinds all of that speed. fun stuff. So uh, I'm going to check out Speed 51, get you a subscription now. All right, guys. Well, it's been a fun show. Had fun with all, all the guys coming on here. want to thank... Zach, Cole, Beef Tips, uh, John. Also want to thank Aaron, even though he wasn't able to be on here. Thank him for uh, coming on the series with us. Uh, but congratulations again to your uh, Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout Series champion, John Rogerio Jr., um, taking home $1,000. So uh, we appreciate all them guys. And uh, But I guess we'll be back uh, next week. Later.